Welcome to Supplier Experience Live from Hicks, where we explore all the latest topics, trends, and discussion points in the world of procurement, procurement technology, and supplier experience management. My name is Duncan Clark, and thank you for joining us. So I'm really excited to be introducing our first ever podcast episode, and even more excited to be able to take us to Black Rock in Connecticut, New England, to join Scott Taylor, better known to most as the Data Whisperer. In this episode, we take a look at how to articulate the strategic value of data across the business, or in other words, tell your data story. The first thing I asked Scott was to introduce himself and to remind us all again very quickly about his data mission. Sure, Duncan. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Scott Taylor, the data whisperer. I help calm data down. That's what data whispering does. I'm the principal consultant of Meta Meta Consulting. We're about what it's about. We help people tell their data story which is how do you reinforce the strategic value and importance of proper data management, especially to C-suite and business stakeholders who tend to not even know that that sort of thing is important. And so your mission then is to change the nature of enterprise data management. Is, is that right? Is that how you would describe it? I'd say my mission is more helping people who are trying to change the nature of enterprise data management since I Basically, I help people talk about their data in different ways, in ways that's more business accessible, in ways that will get stakeholder engagement, in ways that help show why that work, which is super important, drives the business. And for me, how do you change the nature of the messaging, the storytelling, the vocabulary of enterprise data management? It's one of the most important disciplines any organization has, and I would say it's an unsung hero in a lot of cases, but it's buried behind the scenes. It's in, it's historically very internally focused. The language people use is not getting through, and the folks who need funding and support for it aren't succeeding like their analytics peers are. So when you think about what's hot in the data and analytics space, it is always more focused on the analytics side rather than the pure data side. So I'm a self-assigned standard bearer for data management versus business intelligence. So thinking about the business side of things, how do you relate this to strategic value? For example, where, where do you start when thinking about this? I start with what the business is doing. So in most cases, you must start with what is your business about? What does your business do? And if you think about it generically, every business is trying to deliver value to their relationships through their brands at scale. The at scale part is the determining factor today. At scale means technology. That means data. That means software. That means hardware. That means all the technological stuff that you and I are involved in all day long. Businesses have been trying to deliver value to their relationships through brands forever, but that at scale part is the way to really accelerate a lot of that activity. And when I say value, value comes in my experience in three ways. How do you help grow the business? How do you help improve the business? How do you help protect the business? And when I think of relationships, the two biggest relationships that any organization has is are their customer relationships and their supplier and vendor relationships. 
And so focusing particularly on the supplier and vendor relationships, how do we deliver more value to each other in those relationships at scale that comes through a lot of the more advanced procurement techniques? It comes through enterprise systems that are supporting supply chain, material acquisition, all those things that go into making what ends up being the brand. So what I haven't said this whole time is improve your data quality. You know, I, I, so when I talk about changing the language, I like to talk about what the business is focused on. If I had that conversation in a very specific sense with a CEO somewhere and use the terminology of their business, your suppliers are this, your procurement activities around these categories, you've got this type of material requirements, you've got ingredients, you've got piece parts, you've got distributors, all those things that make up making a product, a service, an offering that is generally positioned under a brand, they would understand that. And you've got to speak that way to the business side. So when I say business accessible language, using terminology, I think like we need better data quality or cleansing or hygiene. These are all very ad hoc project oriented tactical words that do not excite executive leadership that is there to fund your data initiative. So you got to get them excited. And those old words don't do it for me. When we think then about a successful procurement function, being able to translate requirements into that business language, that's a prerequisite for success. Is that right? It's all about being able to speak in the right way. I don't know how you are successful if you don't speak to the business, unless somehow you've grown out of some legacy state that's been dominated by technology at an organization where everything is internally, you know, technically focused. I don't know many organizations that succeed that way. So the common themes I pick up on are how do you engage with the business? How do you prove value from data? We sit today at such a struggle and that's my frustration. And that was kind of my inspiration to really lean into trying to do this. I'm hearing the same things for 30 years, 25 years, you know, our data isn't right. Why do we have to defend even just the concept of data today? We still do. We still have, if you open up LinkedIn, you'll see on everybody's feed, you know, I posted this very basic, almost rudimentary discussion around why data is important and the struggles CDOs have that procurement leaders have who are data focused and data driven that any analytics group has is continuing to ongoing proving, having to prove the value of what they do. And if you look at it in comparison to other departments in a company, finance doesn't have to do that. Sales doesn't have to do we go every year and prove the value of sales. No, it's it's a it's an it, absolutely undeniable part of a company marketing. Marketing might have to prove a campaign or a positioning might work, but they don't have this existential struggle of having to prove consistently why they should exist. So for me, we got to get past that. We got to get away from the if and go you know, we are going to do it, how we're going to do it. It's not a question anymore. And so I focus on the why. That's my key point. I'm not about the how, I'm not about the who or the what or the when. I'm about the why, why this is important. Because once you strike that why and it's confirmed and executive leadership understands it, the rest of the organization can support it. And then you move on. 
You mentioned there how this has been the same conversation for the last 25, 30 years or so. Why is that? This seems like a very big, as you say, frustrating obstacle. What is holding enterprises back so much here? There's a variety of things. There's always the execution angle. I know I said I'm not the how, but that can keep people from from moving forward if they don't have that plan, if they can't implement correctly. Data management especially doesn't have a great reputation. It's been around forever. MDM, which is where I came from, master data management, isn't a new anything. And a lot of false starts, a lot of re-implementation, a lot of boiling the ocean. So this IT focus has got to go. And um, without picking on any particular organization, I do know that consistent theme is the inability to message this correctly. When you have a minute, that that kind of classic minute with your CEO in the elevator, what do you talk about? I had a CEO I worked with once. He actually had this sort of genie in a bottle question. He would pop on people. He would say, okay, what's the one thing I can do for you? Imagine your CEO is going to say that to you, corner you somewhere in the hallway, call you up on Zoom and say, what's the one thing I can do for you? And you want to present a data program? What are you going to say? Are you going to say, let me show you my reference data architecture? Are you going to talk about data hygiene? Are you going to talk about, you know, we're missing postal codes? Those are all real painful things, but you got to up-level that conversation. So that I know that that's a part of why people aren't successful in this part of the space is because they don't have the soft skill tools to be able to talk about it in that business accessible way. So what are your recommendations for how to better message the business benefits of a data project? For example, supplier data. So if you're trying to look at your supplier master and refresh that or get investment around that, my suggestions are don't start with the tactical stuff because it sounds like a clean data cleansing chore, right? We're going to hire three interns and they're going to make sure IBM is spelled correctly on every record. That's nice, but that's not very strategic and it and show what it enables. Having the supplier master project as a single initiative may not be as strong as saying, okay, we need to transform the nature of our relationship with our supplier base. We're trying to partner with more of them more directly. We're trying to get more efficiencies to aggregate our spend in a more systematic and repeatable way. We're trying to limit the number of suppliers we have by region. I'm making all this up, right, Duncan? But these are common things that people are looking for. And you, the business value that comes from that is very tangible and very identifiable get them salivating around that idea and then supporting the supplier master is a prerequisite so if what we're our aim is to be better partners with our supplier base we don't have the data right now to back it up just like you wouldn't have the software potentially to back it up just because you wouldn't have the the personnel to be able to handle those supplier relationships. All that should be all together. If you want to do that objective, then there's requirements that you need to fill. But you're selling the objective. You're not selling these individual requirements. That would be like walking in and saying, we need to add 50 headcount. Why? 
because you know it's the last thing you want to say to a CEO is more headcount, more headcount without backing it up. So it's it's basic selling in a lot of ways, which is where I come from. It's basic positioning. It's talking about benefits instead of features. It's talking about what it enables rather than what the th thing and the piece parts are. So it's all language. All of everything I've just said is about changing the way you talk about it. Okay, but this isn't baked in knowledge, by which I mean it requires some training or skilling up. So how could this be approached? Do you have any recommendations in respect of this? Great question. There's a lot of things people can do. One is to really, truly understand the nature of your business, going back to that notion of your business is there to deliver value to your relationships at brand, through your brands at scale. Understand that from your perspective with a specific nomenclature, language, terminology that your business uses. That's a generic phrase on purpose because it's extensible to literally every enterprise. On a more tactical basis, and it's time for a little shameless self-promotion, I am and writing a book. It's called Telling Your Data Story, Data Storytelling for Data Management, My Practical Guide to Convincing the uh, your business stakeholders of the strategic power of proper data management. So that'll be coming out later in the year. Go to my website, metameta.com, and fill out a little form if you want more information on there. I won't go too long on the plug, but I actually go through understanding your business how to tell that story, some generic examples of common stories that I've seen out in the marketplace, and then a framework I call the three V's of data storytelling, vocabulary, voice, and vision. You've got to get your vocabulary right. I've talked about vocabulary. The words you use are important. The terminology you use is important. It's got to align to the business. What's your voice? How do you speak about this topic? And what does your company say about its its brands, about its relationships, about its suppliers. It will be there. Just start to aggregate that all up and harmonize to a common voice. Everybody on your team should be speaking the same language about the same things. And then the vision. How do you point what you're doing at the vision of your company? How does supplier data enable the strategic intentions of your enterprise? You know it in your heart you've got to be able to articulate it. And it doesn't mean you show somebody a brand new reference data architecture. So it's, it's, it's really about those three V's and then putting it in play. And it is playing on. The reason I wrote this book is that I come from that soft skill side. I come from the sales and marketing and strategy side. I work and love working my whole career with data management practitioners across all domains. And I recognized they're great at doing the how they need some help with the why. And guess what? I'm the reciprocal at that. I'm great at the why. I don't touch the how. You don't want me fingers on keyboard. You don't want me designing anything. I don't get physical, as they say. Pretty decent with logical. I'm awesome at conceptual, but I don't get physical. So I felt there was a need out there to codify this approach after doing it with hundreds if not thousands of companies over the decades I've been doing this in my career and a lot of what I talked about today is actually in the book so there are my tips well congratulations on the book that's great news um telling your data story for anyone who is interested metametaconsulting.com all one word that's the place to go for more information on that but let's turn now to the future what is the future of data 
So what the future of data is, I think, is around capturing and structuring more data. So master data, I think, is the most important data any organization has. It's about your relationships. It's about your brands. There's nothing more important in an organization to be a business than to have relationships that are healthy and well-structured from a data perspective and to have brands that bring value. People who focus on that are going to succeed. People who focus on that now are already succeeding. So if you look at the classic disruptors in any space, they come at it from a data perspective. Easy one examples, Amazon, Uber, Airbnb, whatever you want to, all those big transformative kinds of, of disruptors, they all work off of highly structured, well-governed, expertly stewarded data as a foundation. Otherwise, their things don't work. So that data is mandatory for success. So start there and the future will be built on that foundation. So structured data works harder than unstructured data. Anybody who's pushed back on me on that in any kind of conversation, I've gotten to the point where they go, well, you know, we have all the structured data, but we can unlock it, the value through tagging. I go, bingo, tagging, what's a tag? It's a structured piece of data. So you're making unstructured data into structured. So hence my logic here. Master data is the most important data. Structured data works harder than unstructured data. And good decisions you make on bad data are just bad decisions you don't know about yet. So you've got to get that foundation right. A great piece of advice to end on. So thanks again, Scott, for joining us today. It's been a truly fascinating journey into the world of data, supplier data, data management, and how to talk to the business with some practical advice there as well on how to get started, which will be much appreciated. Join us again soon for more on the discussion of the data dilemma in procurement. In the meantime, thanks for listening and see you next time. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please don't forget to hit the like or subscribe button. Or for more information about us, visit our website, www.hicks.com.